This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was blankets. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. And I'm Adam Lustig. And this is episode 213. We are still inside our bedrooms. Adam? <laughs> yes. Actually, are you in your bedroom? Which well, room I'm, are you in? For yourself, Bill, I'm in our spacious, and by that I mean fairly small, dining room. So that's okay. Your bedroom has become... Yeah, my bedroom is my home yeah. office right now. Has there been a consistency for you? Yeah. Have you found your Zoom spot? It took me and Marina like a couple weeks and attempts to figure out where the lighting was best to make us look good for Zoom in and FaceTiming. To me, it's really contextual. Like if we're, when we podcast, I sit here at the dining room table where I can like have the laptop and the mic and sort of like mm. have, have range of arm motion and I can be as spazzy as I gotta be. Yes. <laughs> Dennis Rodman put out a book called As Bad As I Wanna Be back in the day. And yours, your book is called As Spazzy As I Wanna Be. And it's just you spilling coffee on your shirt. <laughs> yeah, the book vibrates when you pick it up. So then when... Uh, for instance, last night I zoomed into a sort of a fairly involved family seder, and I was in the living room with a little more natural light. The sun was setting, so it kind of depends on the with whom I'm zooming and kind of what time mm. it is, and just sort of I don't know. I don't have a fixed point. I guess is what I'm saying. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. because I've been on some Zoom meetings where I'm like, damn, people are looking good in their in their frame, in their little frame. We are like I'm right usually there. I'm usually the dark frame. Like yeah, usually, are you? Like, there's usually like five people who are like well lit, smiling, drinking out of their like water bottle, and then there's like me in the dark frame. I'm like in the shadows. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out like the virtual background. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do you do you mess with that? Do you give yourself a crazy background, or do you like zoom from Mars, etc.? So I don't fully understand how people are pulling it off because it says that you need to have a green screen in order to do that, and so I'll usually oh, click really? like the. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just ours, but I'll, I'll click like the grass option and then I'll look like a sound garden video. <laughs> like it's all like weird colors streaking across my face. I'm suddenly like some sort of like hallucinating frame yeah. on Zoom. Yes. Um, so, so yeah, you, with it. you say sound garden video like it's a bad thing. Yeah. Well, do you remember the black hole sun video where like people were getting like sucked into the sky? I will literally never forget it. I feel like that video for people of our age was like formative in a nightmare scape, in a dreamscape nightmare scape kind of way. Why was it? Was it, had we never seen like imagery like the uh, images in Black Hole Sun, they, like Soundgarden? They like really leaned into like melt, fit, like nuclear fire melt. melting faces, like that girl yeah. barbecuing a Barbie, and like mm. the, and the faces were just like the eyes were melting in all sorts of unnerving, disturbing ways. It was it was effectively trippy and like sort of nightmare in that way would you describe soundgarden as melt rock <laughs> I, I, I think they wanted you to believe they were given their big like interest. yeah like the goo goo dolls were alt rock but soundgarden was melt rock they kind of melt you although i don't think i can name another soundgarden song outside mm. like not off the top was there a song called spoon man <laughs> <laughs> would they sometimes say spoon man 
I don't even know if it's sung like that. <laughs> oh my god! All, really came, all the pieces came together for me to suggest that they might have put together a song called Spoon Man. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, great. This is why I did the dining room. I need to be able to keel over in laughter like this. Does that oh, does that ring any bell though, Spoon Man? <laughs> Philly, no. Um, no. I don't, I'm not remembering it, but you are wishing it and willing it into existence. So the technology that we're dealing with right now doesn't exactly allow in in other songs from uh, yeah. you know Spotify and other. But I am going to just see real quick. There's a song by Soundgarden, and that song is called Spoon Man. <laughs> You knew it, bro. Adam. <laughs> so this is this is classic melt rock. I'm pretty sure at some point they go spoon man. <laughs> oh my! Got it. <laughs> You had the exact inflection, and frankly, you were right on pitch. And the craziest part is, I've never heard that song before. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know why I know that, and I don't know why it exists, but I do know I love Melt Rock. (laughs) I'm sufficiently melted right now. My ears, my face, my soul melted. (laughs) Spoon man, spoon man, spoon man. It sounds like a spoon. Man, the inflection yeah. dips down like a spoon. Spoon yeah, they, man, they know what they're doing. Wow, that is so funny, Billy. Jesus. Wow, I'm glad we started off on a melt rock tangent. Yeah. Um, Adam, today we are not going to talk about melt rock. Um, we're going to talk about something far more topical. Adam, oh, yeah. what are we going to be talking about on this episode 213 of the No Joke Podcast? Something that is literally on everyone's minds: blanket. Mm. <laughs> blanket. Is it blankets Blank. singular or blanket? It's got to be blanket plural, Con- right? Consulting the no joke public list, it is blankets plural. Blankets. Okay. Blankets. Okay, great. So once again, nojokepubliclist.com has suggested this topic. Um, yep. Adam, just like uh, an episode we did recently, this is an under five. This we is did flying a- objects, which Correct. have four votes. Correct. This one also has four votes. Four votes. We're going to the under five of like a normal traditional podcast might sort of skim off the top honor the mm. out, take what's most requested we're going to go the other way and take what's frankly least requested so right and you yeah. and you joked that um blankets is topical or you had an inflection in your voice that led the listener to yeah. believe that I'm you might be joking happy. right but that being said um most people haven't left their house in three weeks um sure. if you're in los angeles it's been raining it's colder than usual and yeah. that means that it's time to take out the blankets. It's true. Pre- people, I mean, I can speak for myself, but I would imagine that you're, you're actually right. It's like people are having more interfacing more with their blankets now, mm. probably more than mm. ever. I mean, like now yeah. sort of peak blanket usage. Yeah. Um, are you blanketing? Do you have a, would you say that you have a selection of blankets for which to choose? Yeah, I feel lucky in that way. Maggie and I do, we have a sort of, I think a solid roster, not a fairly deep bench, but like a good starting five, I would say. Okay. Talk, talk to me about some of like the, just the different options, like the options that, um, you know, bring different things to the table. I have a nice sort of wool, wool, uh, kind of frayed at the end. Uh, mm. black and white blanket uh, with, with okay. pyramids that that's designed sort of funkily with like pyramids with a big eye in the middle of the pyramid. That's a amazing. heavy wool, a heavy, a heavy thin wool. It's a light, it's a light wool. It's a, it's a thin wool, but it's a robust wool. So yeah, heavy. Okay. Thin, I would say, yeah. 
And okay, that's our thin option. That's a thin option. Uh, then we have a couple of quilts. Now, I know that's mm. a subset, but a quilt, and I know the quilts serve many functions, but it's nice to wrap my ass in a quilt. Uh, Is this another carpet rug situation? I think Blankets so. and quilts? I think crap. so. Oh, yeah. Crap. Now I'm stressed. <laughs> oh, crap. Now I'm stressed. Boom, ma'am. Boom, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you something, um, and I think I know the answer. But do you have a weighted blanket? Oh man, I wish I don't have a weighted blanket. But I do. You do, wish? Do you wish? Yeah, I mean, I I get the appeal. Like I, I totally, especially for a nap time. You know what I mean? Because like mm. not only are people blanketing a lot more heavily these days, but I would imagine. And again, I speak for myself. Nap like I am. I am heavily investing in naps. I'm like I'm right. seeking out nap opportunities. Are you nap a day? Are Are you nap a day? I try to nap when the baby takes a nap. His second nap, I try to nap. I'm like okay, trying, got it. I'm trying to fold that into the daily routine. Um, right. And to nap under the covers, that's for, say, sociopaths. Like that's yes. asleep. If you're under the covers, <laughs> that's, that's asleep. Yes, that's asleep. Somehow napping is not asleep. If you're, if you're nude, yeah. if there's no blanket on top, then you're just napping. Correct Amanda. Correct Right, but if, you, but if you wrap it up, sorry, you're asleep. Well, I would, yeah, well, I'm saying that like a blanket is the to me a blanket is the appropriate nap cover. Like if you get mm. over, if you pull back your bedspread under your sheets, thine bye bye. thine are napping. Bye bye. That's that or that you're sleeping. That's sleep. Yes, yes. This is bedtime. bedtime. That's bedtime. Right. Yes. There's napping and then there's bedtime. Correct. The different things. Different things. Couch time and bedtime. Got it. Okay. Yes. Perfect. So we have sort of our alpha blanket is in the bedroom, sort of at the foot of the bed. That's a nice green and pink number. That's sort of our mm-hmm. main go-to, like sort of, as you would say, Billy, you know, this is an inside joke between us, but one time years ago, Billy and I were uh, talking about ninjas. If you had a roster of ninjas, and yes. you referred to the quote, ninja that you send You'd out. You'd send out. That's right. <laughs> you have ninjas, but then you have the ninja you send out. So, so if you're the king or queen and you have four ninjas that you've been training your whole life, you probably know the differences between each of the ninjas. You yeah. are proud of each of them and of course. you would let them all reasons. go to war for you for different reasons. But deep down, you know that if there is a lion yep. running around the kingdom yep. and everyone has to go in their bedrooms until someone gets the lion out, you know the ninja yep. you're going to send out to stop that lion. Okay, that's- that's all we're saying. So I have a blanket I send out. I have I have <laughs> I have my blanket that I send out. So and of course I have other blankets that I love with all my heart. But I do right, have. But it's your team captain. It's your team captain. That's right. That's right. Now, what, now if you about, could, yeah. if you could, sorry, I know that you want to ask me about my blankets, but um, <laughs> if you could have a weighted blanket, how heavy would you want it to be? Would you want it to be like a nuzzle, like five ten, five ten pounds? Like I wonder what that viscerally sort of feels like 10 pounds on me i guess that feels right because you just like the idea is that just it like the ple the pleasure the pleasure physical sensation of having just sort of a constant low level weight pressing down on you yes if you've ever been to the dentist um or you're getting an x-ray they put that they put that lead pad over your chest and anytime i was a kid growing up that pad was my dream i loved it it was like just that slight push down just like took all the pressure off of me. And now how many pounds would you say that is just for my own physical reference? Like I would guess it's probably around five pounds, but it's spread out like evenly, which I is want that. unique for weight. No, I want five. Want that. I want five to ten. Okay. Um Billy, so, I, I we have a very special yeah. Billy, can I inter- yes. please interrupt this broadcast to bring you a very special guest request? My wife Maggie has emerged from the bedroom and has actually asked to participate and asked to sort of say a few words if you don't mind. Bring her on. Here here she is. Hi, Billy. Hello, Maggie. 
Um, I didn't like have anything specific to say. I just was, it's just Adam is talking so loud in the <laughs> middle of our house. And I just felt the impulse to, I don't know, talk back. Honor that? <laughs> to honor that? Yeah, to honor that, to honor that by also talking loudly in the middle of our house. <laughs> well, I'll let you know that if you think that you are talking loudly right now, you're not because Adam is talking much, much more loudly in my headphones. <laughs> so your, 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 your assessment is right. Your husband is speaking quite loudly in the epicenter of your household. That's really all I, I mean, that's it. Did you want to okay. check on blankets? We're talking about blankets um, and the blankets that we have around the house and blankets well, in general. I, the blanket that you referenced as wool is definitely not wool. Okay. Great. <laughs> we have a new expert in the house. Maggie, I don't know if you heard, but someone fact checks every single one of our episodes now. His name is Eli. And now if he is sick, Maggie will do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, but, it, but otherwise he described the blanket. It's just, it's just a woven cotton. It's not wool, but yeah, we have lots of quotes because my mom makes them, which is so nice of her. Yeah. Um, I love a good blanket. I think it's a great topic. Um, and I'm glad you guys are really getting down to brass tacks about blankets. Thank you, Maggie. Finally. Appreciate it. Yep. Love you, Bill. Love you too, kid. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right. We're back. And that was Maggie with weather. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, Adam, we are approaching the first act break in which we are going to play okay. an ad, but I'd like to get ahead of this early. About less than a week ago, um, a good yeah. friend of ours, his name is Caleb Farley. Oh, he, yeah. a, a few weeks ago, I should say, he alluded to the fact that he had already made um, one remix for us featuring Emma from France, but yeah. he said that he was going to be working on another slightly larger song, larger yep. project. Rooted yep. in doobies have muscles. <laughs> yes. Now, we didn't even make this request. I, well, we probably did. Who am I to say we didn't? We probably I think, did. I think but we <laughs> it yeah, got it. But he took it and ran, and he posted on Twitter, uh, by which we retweeted a bunch of times um, oh, yeah. that high def file. So, what do you say that you and I, real quick before the act break, play this yep. song just to get it in, so that people can hear the work that the Nation is doing, specifically Caleb Farley is doing. Um, so what do you say we listen to? Absolutely. Yeah. So this is, he tweeted at us at Caleb samples, dear Nojo call of fame and Nojo pod. I proudly present the world premiere of my latest original hip hop masterpiece at the request of Billy and Adam. So we definitely did request it. Yep. Motion to have it play on a loop in one of the cells of the Nojo call of fame. <laughs> yeah. So Adam, we're going to play it right now. This yeah. is Caleb Farley's, um, let's call it bees have muscles. <laughs> I don't know how to make a drop, but this is the drop I want. Yes. Ready for this? I want it. Ready for this? I want it. I want it. Bees. Come on. They have muscle. Bees. Bees. They have muscle. Muscle. Bees. Bees. They have muscle. They, they do. Bees. Bees. They have muscle. Muscle. I want it. Water. Hey, I want it. Water. Hey, Okay, so that's Caleb's Bees Have Muscles featuring Adam, if I'm not incorrect, 
Emma from, uh, not Emma from France, excuse me. Oh, yes, Emma from Emma France from is France in there. For sure. For sure. Runna, I think I heard a Runna throughout. I think Runna makes, makes the cut as well. And yeah. then Eli, yeah. does, does Eli have a well? Absolutely, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is that that beat is fairly ferocious, if you ask. Yeah, me. when I sent it to you, I saw it on Twitter first, and I sent it to you, and you came back with a text that said, "Wait, is this a banger?" Yeah, question mark, Caleb. That's real. I mean, that I don't know. Like, maybe I've been so sort of like a new beat starved for so long here in mm. quarantine, but I was like, this is a monster. This is a monster. No, wait, that's a that's a proper monster. I think starved oh, yeah. or not, that's a monster. That's oh, a bee yeah. the size of a whale, and he attached um, <laughs> the image. The image of on the video that he attached is a massive bee, let's say the size of a whale. Yeah, it's haunting. That that image was uh, almost as arresting and sort of gripping as the beat itself. Uh, Caleb, just an all around bang up job. Two thumbs up. Unbelievable yeah. contribution. Yes, his name is Caleb Farley, and his Twitter handle is at Caleb Samples. Incredible. Um, we're going to ask the Nash. We're going to ask the Nash to um, to chime in with if uh, if there's going to be another remix, what it should be. Yeah. If there was a line at some point that feels like it stood out, um, or if Caleb is inspired. But I don't know. If we can get one of these remixes every other week, I feel like that's one way to pass the time during the pandemic. It's really Caleb incredible. And us. Caleb's sort of sense of timing is just so impeccable. He has that thing that that. Uh, good hip comedy hip hop producer knees which is just he rides that line but the t- his timing is just so good the way that he drops in those samples you saying come on right before the beat drops is just right. manna from heaven caleb yeah from so, heaven. so he has he has great timing but he also has the ability to make a sound like this yeah, exactly. which is important that's okay. crucial so Absolutely. you need comic timing and you also need the button that makes a sound like this comic timing plus button equals you're the new timbaland you got that's right Ooh, that's a good thing to pick up on in the second act. Adam, have you been watching any of these producers beat battles on Instagram Live? No, I no, I haven't. In short, no, I want. Oh, oh, great. So we'll pick that up in the second act. How does that sound? Sounds good. Um, But first, we will get into an act break. Uh, Adam, we have an ad to read, so um, we'll come back with some Instagram Live beat battles from my favorite producers. But first, an ad. Great. Do you love a good rom com? There is a new podcast called Meet Cute, making short, scripted rom-coms that take you from Meet Cute to Happily Ever After in just 15 minutes. Each Meet Cute story is made up of five three-minute chapters. Their mission is to give you a much-needed burst of happiness and hope. These stories fit in your earbuds and anywhere in your day. And you can find Meet Cute on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or however you're listening to this right now. Meet Cute already has a library of stories waiting for you featuring diverse characters, settings, and storylines. New stories drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so subscribe to Meet Cute and follow them on Instagram to stay up to date with the latest love stories. Once again, that's Meet Cute. Welcome back to the No Joe podcast. We are talking about blankets. Uh, yes. Billy, you were able to skirt your entire blanket experience in Act 1. Don't think I didn't notice that. Uh, we didn't. Well, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Your boy runs hot. <laughs> yeah. Run hot. Yeah. So I'm not a big look. I'm not saying I don't like cozy scenarios. I love a cozy situation in these cozy times. times. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not anti cos All right. So don't right. think that I'm one of these like anti cosers I would never accuse you of that. I, I, I would never do that. But I will more often than not sleep on top of the blankets and covers yeah. on my bed for four fifths of the night. 
Yeah. I don't need to nuzzle up. I don't need to get cozy. I don't need to be cocooned. Cocooned, yeah. Even on like, I'm not even talking sleep style. I'm talking mm. more like 11.30 a.m., like winter, winter kind of late morning mm. couch, scrolling mm. on your phone at mm. a magazine moment to cover your legs, mm. just for mm. your legs. I think that I'm still going to just have nice socks. I think that I'm going to have the blanket wrap the bod and not just a lo- big loose blanket. I'm going to have little blanket variables, tight sweatpants, love that socks. Love that. Wearable yes. blanket. They call socks wearable foot blankets. And that's what do they do. They, do they, <laughs> they, they do. Excuse I, me, where are your wearable foot blankets? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes, that's it. One thing that I will say about blankets, I don't even know. Here's a question. Is the sheet on your bed a blanket? Nah, that's a sheet. That's no a sheet. way. I think I draw. I draw that. That to me, this is there. To in my mind, there's no ambiguity here. There's no sort of like this is not a carpet rug scenario. A sheet is a sheet. A bed mm-hmm. is a bedspread. A blanket is mm. something else entirely. Are you pro sheet? Oh yeah. What do you mean? Like in my in my nightly sleep? Well, the reason why I ask is because I'm yes. anti sheet. Why? Because you don't even because you're. What's you're, the point? I don't really understand the. The point I get of it. the sheet. I get it. I think because just the, the literal point. I understand the bedspread. You've got to wrap it up tight around the mattress. Yeah, and I understand the big puffy blanket that you'll have on top because you need some some big puffy warmth. But the sheet, it's like, yeah. what do you want me to think about this? Sheet? Yeah, I, I hear you because, and you're saying because you run hot, you're not even. You're only if you're under any layer at all during the night. You're saying that in mm. the bedspread, that's it. Well, see, so this isn't even related to the heat, I would say, because the sheet for me is just like I wake up and I'm tied in a knot. I'm yeah. like Houdini. I'm suddenly in a straitjacket, and I'm like, yeah. this thing isn't even warming me up. I'm just tied in knots. I get that. I totally get it. I think that what a sheet maker would tell you is mm. the idea of soft cotton on the skin. It's it's the tactile sensation. If 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 a bedspread is sort of heavier cotton, and mm. it kind of like, and the bedspread is exposed to the air and to the world all day, it's full mm. of crumbs. It has bacteria, oh, it's okay. got germs. It's just you're, you're you're. This is the face mask of the bed. Exactly. 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 Got it. This is the face mask we put on our bed during these trying times. Bingo. I'm touching my nose and saying bingo. Got it. You shouldn't be touching your face. (laughs) (laughs) Adam, get under your, get under your sheet. You shouldn't be touching your face. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Got it. You've, you've slightly sold me more on the sheet, but it won't be on my bed anytime soon. Absolutely. Uh, It is the second act of this, the no joke podcast. Sorry, Adam. I know I just ran you over, Um, but I wanted to bring up these Instagram live battles because one is coming up on Saturday, the day after this comes out, that is going to be worth your time. So what are they? So what is it like two weeks ago? um, Everyone is quarantined, including your favorite hip hop producers from the last 30 years. Right. No, no one can go anywhere. And so somebody, I don't know who the first one was, um, set up a, an Instagram live where it was an Instagram live video and it was split in half. And on the top, let's call it, I don't know who the first one was, but let's say it was Swizz Beats. Okay. And on the bottom was Timbaland. Amazing. Okay. Two, two all-time great producers in the pop sphere and the hip hop sphere. Yeah. And they're talking and they're just chilling and they're in their home studios. And it's just like a cool, fun time. And the level of the nature of the competition is that each producer will play on their computer um, back and forth, you then me, you then me. Yes. Twenty of their biggest hits that they produced or wrote. Cool. And it's kind of a one-on-one who wins the round based on the song you chose to play Love that it. you produced and you wrote and you created and Love you it. are known for. And 
So back back and forth, these guys would just be playing these songs. And you're like, holy shit, I totally forgot about yeah. that. Like Timbaland, whoa, Swizz Beats. And so each week there's been a new kind of pairing of producers, like Manny Fresh from um, cool. down south with um, No Limit went up against Scott cool. Storch, who's like Hollywood's biggest, just like Mariah Carey and Justin Timberlake. And they're playing their songs cool. and it's great. And it's really fun. And it's a great way to put a spotlight on these producers who otherwise don't really get a lot of shine because the pop stars get all the love. Right. Well, this Saturday, Adam, yes, the RZA, all RZA is going up against DJ premier. Oh, Oh, (laughs) holy crap. So Saturday at 8 PM, if you go on to the RZA's Instagram or, um, who is a DJ premieres Instagram. Wow, they're going to be playing their 20 biggest hits back and forth and reacting and talking shit. Wow. And like, like when they made it. And it is such a great watch. And anyone who's a fan of pop music, specifically nineties hip hop or two thousands hip hop. These are so fun to watch. Wow. So I'd say check it out. Okay. Let me ask a few questions about this. So do, who, mm. who decides who, who, who decides the matchup who, or who sort of faces off, faces off, faces off against who? It's just I'm not sure if every single one falls under the same umbrella, but I do think that Swizz Beats has kind of been keeping score okay, cool. on each one. So I wouldn't be surprised if he is kind of organizing it. Who, but um, who determines yeah. who wins? People are commenting and voting, or so, there's no objective winner. There are tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands, of people watching these, and cool. it is pure fan reaction. It cool. is like Got it's it. just like a rap battle where it's just like, did people cheer louder for you, or did people Great. cheer louder for him? I love that. Do they, my next question, do they play the songs in their entirety or it's just a little snippet? It's usually like 45 seconds or so. And in those 45 seconds, they really sell. It's usually about like the first five seconds where they're like, all right, that was a good track. What about this? And then they hit play. And in the first five seconds, you're like, oh, this guy, Scott Storch, for his 20th song, um, did, what song did he do? It was like, forgot about Dre or something. Dun, 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 piano. And it was just like, game over when yep. that beat dropped. Yep, yep, so, yep. Oh, I got to get he, off it. And it was pretty cool. He played the keyboard um, alongside all the songs that he wrote. And so it was cool. like you were watching him play and it was just really awesome. Awesome. So, um, yeah, these, these producer beat battles are worth your time, Adam. That's awesome. That's so sick. RZA versus DJ Premier? That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, this Saturday okay, night. Great. So check that out. Um, so those are people who are in their homes and their home studios. Adam, much like all of the other episodes we've done during the quarantine, a lot of people are at their home and checking yeah. in with us. Yes. We've received many, many, many a voicemail. So what do you say? Not a the second act of the yes. podcast, we, um, we listen to a couple. What do you say? I would love to. Let's dig in. Okay, great. So this is from Caitlin. It says, Billy and Adam, please listen for my nominations of my role on the pod. Can't tell you my name until then. XO, XO, Gossip X. Gossip X? Is that a Gossip Girl reference? I don't know. Please listen for my nominations of my role on the pod. Can't tell you my name until then. And it's signed Gossip X. Okay, very mysterious. Are you listening? Gossip is a great start, but then the X, I'm even more curious. About. So let's hear from let's hear from Gossip X to see what Gossip X wants to do in the Hall of Fame. Great. Billion Adam, I've been a longtime listener of the pod, and last week I was going to nominate myself to be mysterious person where I would give you facts about myself and you would fill in the story. 
But after your most recent episode about flying objects identified and unidentified, <laughs> I was going to let you know that I am a flight controls engineer and could join the robotics engineer. So <laughs> let me know, and then I will reveal myself. I feel like so many different ways. I feel like we're contestants on Carbon San Diego. Like she's <laughs> um, well, I, that's amazing. We could absolutely use a flight. What'd you say? A flight engineer? Engineer. Flight Incredible. Yeah, this feels like this is your life with people we've never met before. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like you're supposed to put together the clues. She wants us to put together the clues to identify who she is for the big reveal. Yeah. But yeah. we're not the name sure. of our All right. The name of our game show is, Is This Your Life? Question mark. Is this, is this <laughs> your life? Not this is your life. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. <clears throat> Adam. Do we need a flight engineer? Does that pose a flight risk to the other members of the No Joke Hall of Fame? Um, I mean, I think that we could absolutely use a flight engineer. Um, I think just like any opportunity we have to kind of bolster the general robotics team at the Hall of Fame, I'm always sort of, I'm open to doing that. And what a flight engineer does allow us to do is think about a helipad on the roof. Um, Mm, Can we finally... Finally, finally, which is something that we've talked about since day one of construction of this place. Is that when Jeez, can we get a finally. Home? Yeah, exactly. Agreed. And it's like, if we ever need to take the, um, I don't want to say prisoners, but prisoners out mm. for almost like a PR tour or a sort of a mm. no joke mobile hall of fame, we can kind of get them up in, I don't know, call it a helicopter or I don't know, a blimp. And we can sort of get them up in the air and sort of out into the public sphere. So to mm. me, a flight engineer is, is a welcome addition to the team, but I'd be curious to know what you think. Um, I like the idea of a flight engineer. Like I said, I'm afraid that yeah. here's my biggest concern about a flight engineer joining yeah. the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah. Naturally, you're in. Gossip X. But here's my concern and here's what I hope you won't do. Yeah. So we have a window, right? We've established that we have a window. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, can, it is, a, it is all, it's approximately the width of um, most people's shoulders. Now, the head. my concern oh, is that... Yeah, head, shoulders, you know, enough to see. My concern is that the flight engineer is going to make one of those rainbow hats with a propeller on top. That oh, people can wear. You see where I'm going with this? That people oh, can yeah. wear, and they might potentially fly out the window. <laughs> the window, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, I get- my, yep. I guess there's a couple of different great troubleshooting, by the way. Didn't you hadn't even considered the rainbow hat, the rainbow propeller mm-hmm. hat. So good yeah. thinking, Bill. This is not mm-hmm. the team. Right. Um I I guess maybe there's a, some, maybe there's a proactive sort of preemptive defense against that. Uh, I'm just brainstorming here, but maybe there's mm-hmm. some sort of not to imprison a prison, but maybe mm-hmm. there's a way that we can put almost a giant net like they have at driving ranges mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. can ensconce the entire grounds of the Hall of Fame in some mm-hmm. sort of giant webbed net that maybe there's a portion of which that can open if there is any circumstance where a helicopter or a blimp would need to leave the premises and go out to mm-hmm. say leave Reno and go out to maybe mm. Henderson or Las Vegas property. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So let's maybe we, I love that idea. Maybe we start small. Maybe we just put a net on the outside of the window, just on the outside of the window for now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we see how that goes. See how many hall of fame members actually do get sucked out with their rainbow propeller hat and how yeah. many we catch. And then we can kind of use that data to determine how the helipad will work out. I think that's really smart. It's like, let's be data driven. Let's be sort of science-based. Let's not sort mm-hmm. of 
create a problem that may not exist. Uh, let's mm-hmm. let the problem arise organically and treat it from there. So I think that's really smart. Okay, well then, Gossip X, we are excited to tell you that you are now in the No Joke Hall of Fame. By okay. all means, if you're interested in teaming up with um, any sort of person in it, whether it's the robotics engineer or it is um, the goldsmith or, or health expert, anybody. We have a booth. Um, <laughs> feel free to get comfortable, but we will just ask you to use caution when making rainbow propeller hats yes. for the members of the No Joke Hall of Fame. Do be careful. Do be careful. And please trust that they will be used in good faith, but you never know. That's why we have a okay. net on standby. That's right. That is right. Yeah. Um, speaking of good faith, Adam, yep. um, we have another email from someone we've checked in with and talked to a bunch. His okay. name is Josh, and the subject of the email is No Joke Pastor. Oh, Pastor. Okay, great. So in good faith, let's talk to uh, Josh real quick. Hey, guys. I know the Nash already has some good spiritual guidance with the official No Joke Rabbi. Yes. I wanted to offer my services as well in a slightly different role, if you'll have them. Blessings, Josh Fletcher. Okay. Something tells me that we will have um, whatever services he's offering because we've never denied anyone access to the No Joke Hall of Fame. Even when you try and be banned, you end up leading the The out band. So, yeah. That's right. Um, but let's hear from Josh real quick and see what role he wants in the NJHOF. Right. <laughs> hey, Billy and Adam, I'd like to request my entrance into the No Joke Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and put forth my resume to be the official No Joke pastor. Easter is fast approaching, and I saw a need, and I thought I'd feel a need. I've got a Master of Divinity from Southeastern Seminary and have been involved in ministry for about a decade doing music and kids' ministry and various other things. Oh, nice. Very impressive. So very far. cool. He definitely has a very legit oh, resume. All right. are there. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's talked about all of the children and people he's helped so far, and I'm starting to think we shouldn't pull you away from those people. They need thine help. We're putting you in a cell pastor. <laughs> There's a net on the window. Pastor. On the window. There's rainbow hats that could that are your one chance to get back to your children. Yeah. Yes, but there's a net on the window. All right, let's hear from the pastor. Yes. Unfortunately, I am a Protestant, so the really good alliteration, Father Fletcher, uh, just isn't going to work. Damn. Okay. So I'm happy to minister to the whole nation, but you can just call me Pastor Josh. Pastor Josh. Have a nice ring to it. The whole situation in the world going on, obviously we can't meet as a nation in person, (laughs) but I'm happy to post my live stream of my church doing their Easter service. Um, And if any of you out there in the nation would like to share your church doing their Easter service and their live stream, Go ahead and do that as well. There you have I'd it. I encourage you to. Love that. Love it. Thank you much. And God bless you, boys. Okay. God bless you. Pastor, Pastor. Josh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, I wish it could be Father Fletcher, but he, he laid it out why it can't be. And I respect ahead of that. that. Pastor Josh, welcome to the hall. But as Billy said, it's a shame that we need to take you away from the actual good work that you're doing out mm. in the natural world. But I'm so yes. in this hypothetical fantasy of ours, you're locked up, brother. You're here. Mm. Yes. Um, does this mean that we now need to build an altar? Well, yeah, I think we need need an altar. I think we need some sort of podium or a, Mm. you know how airports have like meditation rooms? I think we need. I don't, I don't know anything about that. I feel like in some airports they have like calm meditation Mm. rooms to be like, chill out. So I do think we need like um, some sort of interfaith chapel kind of moment in the Hall of Fame. Clearly, with a rabbi. Yeah, here's my thoughts on that, Adam. Um, yeah. we don't have the luxury of having, um, 
quote unquote rooms. We have one big room, so we can't really make a meditation oh, right. room. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if the budget will allow for meditation um, mats per se or massage yeah. chairs. But I'm thinking, have you ever been to a grocery store, Adam? Yes, I have been to a grocery store, Bill. Have you ever been to the produce section of that grocery store? Well, before, what I'm, it's maybe the first stop I make when I'm in the store. So in order to keep the veggies fresh, they usually have spritz that mist. sprays all over. Mist, exactly. They, they, spritz, they spritz mist. And I'm thinking that maybe that's what we can afford. Maybe oh, we attach oh. some misters to the plumbing okay. in a corner. And we have a cool corner. That's the, clo- that's the best I can give you for a massage room or a meditation room. Absolutely. Right we put, and if we can't get misters, maybe we just put a lawn sprinkler in the corner that runs 24-7. <laughs> Love this. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> we, can't afford, we can't afford anything as extravagant as proper holy water but we can give you holy mist we'll give you some sort right. of fa- a faith if we, mist yeah a faith-based mist and we can't give you a faith-based mist we will turn the sprinklers on <laughs> yeah cool. we can get our, i don't know if that works for you pastor josh and rabbi ryan Thaizan, but let us know mm. if some sort of sprinkler system faith yes a misty spritzy corner of the room if that's that's, that's what we that's our altar that's, that's how we're planning to, for now this yeah. is just 1.0 the hall of fame is still very much under in progress oh yeah oh yeah this is right a, always evolving but, but we might have a faith-based sprinkler going 24-7 in the corner of the Hall of Fame. Hope that works for you, Pastor Josh. Thank you so much for calling in and your consideration. And goes without saying you're in the Hall of Fame, pal. You're right. that, that is 100% right. <laughs> um, Adam, should we sneak in one more voicemail before the second act break? For sure. Okay, great. Um, what do you say we check in with the expert? Oh, Eli. Yep. Let's do it. Eli's back, and one thing, one of my favorite qualities about Eli is his brevity. No wasted words. No. He knows the most effective way to get information out. Oh, yeah. Cleanly and quickly. Oh, yeah. So I'll just say this. Eli's email has one word in it, and that word is jelly. (laughs) This is probably in response to Alicia Perez uh, VM that she sent us last week, asking us how the queens would turn humans into royal jelly. Jelly that they could eat, yes. That's right, jellies that they can consume. Yep. We already know that um, Eli has a bit of a complicated relationship with uh, bees the size of whales, specifically yeah. how they might eat people. So I'm curious to see how he's going to wiggle yep. his way out yep. of this. Um, yep. But let's hear what Eli the expert um, has to say. And let's yep. also hear if he clears his throat before the voice. I can almost guarantee it. Okay. Okay. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's the clock. Hi, folks. That's there's the clock. He's a branding master. Road is cleared. <laughs> hey, Billy and Adam. And thanks, Alicia, for asking Eli. And I wanted to answer a question of how bees the size of whales would create the royal jelly for the <laughs> queen bee. Mm. And the question isn't how they will make the jelly. It's how we will make the jelly. Oh, oh rap. Thinking of this as a predator-prey interaction and more as a, say, a master-slave interaction. Yikes. I mean, hey. if two guys can get a bunch of people in a Hall of Fame in Reno, then just imagine what a queen bee can do. That's Wait, the Wait, are we the bad guys? Did Eli just make us the bad guys? I, I, I think that I think that we have a kind of expert who isn't afraid to sort of throw an, a, a good-natured barb at at us, which I, I kind of mm. you know. Okay, uh, I appreciate the barb. I appreciate, I appreciate the barb. Barbara Streisand. 
Okay, yeah. We're strides in right now. <laughs> so I know Alicia said she didn't have anything to bring to the table, but I would like to formally extend an invitation to her for her to be my lab assistant. Oh! Lab assistant in the lab when they concoct chemicals. Yes, exactly. So that we can quickly get on a formula to manufacture enough royal jelly to keep the queen bee happy. So we have Sanj and Emma from France developing a friendship, and now we have Alicia and Eli developing a lab. It's sort of a professional working relationship and, here. Yeah, this is really good. And, and I, Okay, this is exciting. This really is, exciting. I love this movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, the worlds are, worlds are colliding. Let's hear how he wraps it up. Um, I'm excited to hear what she thinks, what you guys think, and thanks again for asking Eli. Okie dokie. Branding Maestro. Absolutely. So, so sorry, just to be clear on the science of it, I guess I'm a little hazy on this. I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, but is he mm-hmm. saying that, that the original question was, how are the, how are the human beings going to be slathered in jelly so that the bee, queen bee will eat us? And Look, it, I think that, that Alicia's, I think, I think Alicia's question was, how will the bees turn us into jelly? How what will is they the process by which, Got it. how will, how will the bees convert us into jelly? And I think that what Eli was saying is the question isn't how will the bees turn us into jelly? It will be how will the people turn ourselves into jelly? Because we will have been rewired. We will just be operating in service of the queen bee. The queen bee is reliving that reality. Well, I think that this is, I mean, of course, I am so happy to leave it to our experts, to leave it to the scientists, to leave it to Eli and Elise. Mm. This is... uh, Oh, so exciting. Yes. So many exciting things happening in Reno. It's so it's so thrilling. Mm. Yes. So we now have a sprinkler in the corner. We have um we have a little lab team working on the future of um giant bee technology. Yep. Um yep. and Adam, on top of that, we have an act break. Wow. <laughs> we got an we got an act break. We have a song. We need to play a song. Okay. Uh, we've already played Caleb Farley's Bees with Muscles remix. Absolute a freaking banger. A monster. Freaking back. Oh, yeah. Um, what other song? What have we been talking about? Well, Sprinklers. Sprinklers. Sierra Mist. Uh, a Father bird. John Misty. Father John Misty is very, very nice music. Father John Misty really kills two birds with one stone. Mist Father Billy. Billy. We That's have, pretty impressive. Really, I can't believe it almost. <laughs> that is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, really. Adam, what is the Father John Misty song where it's like, Bad comedy or good comedy, something comedy. It is such an awesome song. Is it really? I, I'm not so well versed in his uh, catalog, although I, I'm I'm a fan, but I, I don't know too much okay. about him. But I, I take your word for it. Hold on, I'm going to look it up real quick because this song is just. We're going to play the song that I'm thinking of, but it is Wait. absolutely gutting. All right, I won't waste too much Wait. of our time with what the song is called. We'll say it uh, when we come back. But this is Father John Wait. Misty, an absolute banger of a track. Um, and we'll Wait. be right back. Six. For some reason, when I go to the good, yeah. The comedy of man starts like this. Our brains are way too big for our mother's hips, and so nature. She devised this alternative We emerge half-formed and hope whoever greets us on the other end 
is kind enough to fill us in. And babies, that's pretty much how it's been ever since. Now the miracle of birth leaves a few issues to address. Like say that half of us are periodically iron deficient, so somebody's gotta go kill something while I look after the kids. I do it myself, but what? Are you gonna get this thing? It's milk. He says as soon as he gets back from the hunt. We can swim. It's hard not to fall in love with something so helpless. Ladies, I hope we don't end up regretting this. Until the part where they start to believe they're at the center of everything, and some all-powerful being endowed this horror show with meaning. Oh, their religions are the best. They worship themselves, yet they're totally obsessed with risen zombies, celestial virgins, magic tricks, these unbelievable outfits, and they get terribly upset when you question their sacred texts written by a woman hating epileptics. Their languages just serve to confuse them. Their hair confusion somehow makes them more sure. They build fortunes, poisoning their offspring, and hand out prizes when someone patents a cure. Where did they find these goons? They elected to rule them. What makes these clowns they idolize so remarkable? These mammals are hell bent on fashioning new gods, so they can go on being godless animals.
Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. That was Father John Misty's song, Pure Comedy. That's a, that's a great musician right there. Yeah, he's the man. I can't believe that we got Father and Misty. Yeah, that, that is like two really disparate birds killed with one weird stuff. I can't believe it. Incredible. And our, our yeah. podcast has, in my estimation, never been described as pure comedy. So that's another sort of relevant mm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is a writer. He's a great writer. I remember yeah. hearing that. Like every little reference that he has is he's like it's like um Alanis Morissette's ironic, but somehow like even deeper. Like it just like cuts cool. to you deeper about like the human experience. I just absolutely love it. Great. Um yeah. speaking of absolutely love it, absolutely love doing this podcast, and it is the third act of it, the No Joke Podcast. Um Adam, yeah. we're talking about blankets. Blankets. You you reminded me, and it's a good time, right before we came back from that song, you said, hey, by the way, Fig, your son is on your lap yes. right now. Yeah, I'm holding him in my arms as we speak. I got him. And previous to that, before we hit record on this, you said, wasn't Michael Jackson's kid <laughs> named Blanket? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He named his is son or daughter. I'm not even sure the gender, honestly. Hmm. Blanket. Like, blanket. That's, a tough, that's a tough sell. Blanket. Do you think? Do you think he goes by blank? Do you think he goes by blank or maybe Kit K E T might be a nice little brief. Blank Kit Kit. I think is what you're gonna do. Um, never heard blanket yeah. before. Wildly, wildly impressed with that pull. Of all the weird eccentric things Michael Jackson did, many of which were the right choice, blanket still might be one of the weirdest. I want to say, and not to be morbid, I want to say the blanket might have been the baby that he held over that railing that once. Why did he hold it over that railing? Why did he do that? Why did he do that? Yeah. Railings are there to say the end. We don't cross <laughs> that line. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And yet he thought, well, well, let me just well, let me just air out this blanket right over this railing. <laughs> I guess that is what you do with blankets <laughs> over the railing. Yeah, you got confused. Um, you better blanket on a child. Um, Adam, I'm realizing that Caleb also attached Caleb Farley from Caleb Samples, who made the Bees yes. with Muscles remix, also attached yes. an email, and I think it's worth uh, just reading the email. Oh, great! Um, okay, just cool. to get a little, just to get a little um, backstory on it. Cool, cool. Oh, yeah. And there's also a great joke out the gate. In all <laughs> okay. caps, he writes, "Buckle the in parentheses, excuse my French, crap." Up <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Caleb. <laughs> Adam, you, Adam, you have really, um, you really trademarked the uh, excuse my French and then say crap immediately yeah. after the word French. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caleb Farley says this one is big. It only took a couple of weeks, but knowing that this would be playing nonstop in one of the halls, parentheses, cells, of the No Joke Podcast Hall of Fame, yeah. I had to make sure it was truly a work of art yeah. worthy of display. Great. I think I think this might just be the anthem we all, in all caps, need right now. Thank you, Caleb. I'll attach my voicemail introducing the piece, as well as an official copy of the song, Bees Have Muscles, in parentheses, Hey, I'm Walking. <laughs> Amazing title. Do with it. Do with it what you will. Love you guys in the nation. Oh, Caleb. You all and everyone's families out there are safe. So let's hear um, the – let's just hear his setup. Right. And maybe we'll, we'll run that song one more time because, after all, it's going to be playing in the cells of the No Joke Hall. It cannot be played enough. All right. So here it is one more time. Uh, actually, no, excuse me. This is the setup, his explanation Great. of the song. Great. Hey, Billy and Adam, this is Caleb, and I just put the finishing touches on a little hip-hop drop that I'm calling Bees Have Muscles, parentheses, hey, I'm walking here, close parentheses. Uh, it only took me a couple of weeks, but I finally got it figured out, and I'm ready to put it out into the world, and I uh, hope you guys like it. I hope the nation likes it. Shout out to Anna, of course, our queen. Uh, shout out to Renna for her dope bee knowledge, mm-hmm. and uh, shout out to Billy and Adam, of course, for inspiring me to do this oh, uh, yeah. if it wasn't for I, I wouldn't have this home studio that I that I made this song in uh, <laughs> you guys really gave me something fun and hell yeah to do Sweet. while I've been cooped up in my quarantine so good man uh, I really appreciate that oh and, yeah uh, I'll tell you what guys I'm, I'm going down to Reno he said I got it loaded up on one CD <laughs> he's got it loaded up <laughs> all right he's got more to say yeah. And I'm headed down to Reno. I don't have a CD player. Uh, somebody, somebody in the nation, if they could bring a CD player, that'd be great. And- That's a good heads up. Yeah, you might need a CD player. It has a boombox. Yeah. Mm, yeah. A, a multi-disc changer. Yeah. Six CD changer. Play this thing up. Sorry, what were you saying? Adam? I just said six CD changer. Good. Good. <laughs> good. And we're all glad you did. And we're all glad you did. Back to Caleb. Uh, somebody, somebody in the nation, if they could bring a CD player, that'd be great. And we're just gonna we're gonna play this thing on a loop, baby. All right, and that's just gonna oh, yeah, baby. just gonna fill the halls and uh, cells of the Hall of Fame. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be it's, it's gonna be the anthem that everyone needs right now. Facts. All right. So thank you guys. Uh, hope you get to play the song in a show. Uh, and yeah, love okay. y'all. Stay safe. Thanks, Caleb. What a, be- what a beast. What, what a beast. beast. Incredible. What a freak. Yeah. Sure. Um, should we listen? Should we listen to it one more time? I think we have to. Yeah. It's so good. I think we should. I think we really need to honor. So yep. this is once again by Caleb's by Caleb Farley, aka Caleb Samples. Yep. This is bees have muscles in parentheses. Hey, I'm walking here. Close press Yep. I don't know how to make a drop, but this is the drop I want. Yes. Ready for this? I want it. Ready for this? I want it. Want it. Bees. They have muscle. They have muscle. Muscle. They
Okay, thank you, Caleb, yeah. once again. Just a monster. If, he's not, if you guys are looking... If, sorry, go at him. If he's not careful, he's going to find himself doing one of these hip-hop producer challenges. Like, That's gonna the be- thing. It's going to be, Caleb, we're going to have to have a niche Instagram Live producer challenge, Caleb vs. Caleb, where he, plays, <laughs> where he plays the Hey, I'm Walking Here remix, <laughs> and then he plays the Bees Have Muscles remix yeah. 20 times in a row. <laughs> and we all like all of it. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, shout out Caleb Farley. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, Incredible. absolutely killed it. Um, Adam, in the world of voicemails, I don't know if there's going to be a voicemail on this one, but it is from a woman you know well. Okay. Oh, you know what? There might be a voicemail. Okay. Um, it's from a woman you know well. Oh. Her name is Susan. Yeah. Can you guess her last name? Is it Rothschild, a.k.a. my mother? Nailed it. Okay. So her email says, please, please listen again. Angels. Yeah, promise me you'll listen to Nickel Creek. Oh, we're back at the oh, we're back at Nickel Creek. I knew my parents were gonna weren't just gonna let this go silently. Nope, nope. They said get in the creek. Promise me you'll listen to Nickel Creek sing when you come back down. Yep. With new ears after hearing my voicemail. I'm hugging you from afar. Susan, thank you. Mom. Hug received. Hashtag hug, hug received. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Let's Let's get a little backstory on the Creeks when they come back down or you come back down. Someone's coming back down, and Joe. here's the backstory. Hi, Billy and Adam. Hi, Mom. This is Susan Joe, yeah. a.k.a. Adam's mom. Yep. I just listened to the episode that was reportedly about flying objects, <laughs> yeah. but we know how you roam, and that makes you so delicious. Okay. <laughs> anyway... The song that you chose, the Nickel Creek song, yep. When You Come Back Down, yep. has such significance to you, Adam. And I don't even know if you know this. Adam, do you have any guesses as to how When You Come Back Down by the Creek relates to you in your life? I, Adam, I don't, this is your life. I, is this your life? I don't. Is this I, your life? I don't exactly. I have a hunch. I have a hunch, mm, but I mm. kind of want to hear what Susan Joe has to say. But I, okay, got I it. So you don't want to you don't want to make a public hunch. No, don't you don't want to have a public hunch, hunch right now. No joke, publichunch.com. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to hear what my mother has to say. No joke, publichunch.com. Back to Susan. When you went to college, your dad would keep playing that, saying that that's just so remarkably appropriate to the situation of. You leaving home and spreading your wings, and and we wanted you to know that we were going to be here to catch you if you fall, which happily you never did. But anyway, um, Nickel Creek, oh, please Google them and learn about them. Chris Thiele and his cousins, they were like child prodigies. Hmm. Jake, who loves Nickel Creek, and us saw Chris Thiele do an entire box sonata on the mandolin cool. is just cool. remarkable. Cool. Anyway, I love you guys. Love you, mom. Love you, mom. That's the end of that. Love you, mom. Thank you so much for the call. That that is sort of what I suspected. I knew that it was that the Nickel Creek song. I don't know. Maybe that album came out at around the time I was graduating high school, going to college. Mm. My parents have very sentimental ties to music, and mm. uh, it's. A, I think it's pr- probably a song that, if I know my parents, they probably cover a lot of Nickel Creek at the various open mics that they do together. So I know that Got it. Nickel Creek is big in their in their canon. 
Mm -hmm. So Adam, in the first act, Maggie wanted to honor the fact that you were speaking loudly in the center of their house, yes. your house. Yes. And I'd like to now honor the fact that your mom wants us to Google Nickel Creek. I don't, honestly, I don't see myself Googling Nickel Creek anytime soon. Respect, all respect, all respect and love. I just don't know yeah. if that's going to like stick, but we do have an expert who does stuff for us. Eli, Eli. So, so Eli, I'd love if you came up with a new segment called Five Fast Facts yes. about Nickel Creek. Love that. Some, just some interesting things that might jump off the page. Doesn't need too much backstory, but hey, did you know that they played in Woodstock in front of a crowd of eight people when they were 14 years old and cousins? Whatever. Perfect. If we can get to the next facts. episode, yeah. Five Fast Facts next week about Nickel Creek, I think that that I'm will it. honor, I think that will honor Susan Joe's request for me to look up some information that I probably won't do. I, I think that's really gracious. That's really smart. It's a good way to get Eli involved. We got Eli on the payroll, and by payroll, I mean not payroll. So it's really mm. good to just sort of like have him. <laughs> <laughs> the free roll. The, the free roll. Free roll. So right. five fast facts about Nickel Creek coming at you, mm. honoring the request. And thank you for the voicemail, Mom. Miss you. Love you. Wish we could hug. <laughs> yes. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Um, Adam, do you have anything you want to talk about regarding blankets or should we stick with the VMs and the HOS? Uh, I think, I think that we should roll, keep rolling on with these voicemails. They are, uh, they are like an emotional blanket to me. These mm, I, I do know what you mean. That was a rock solid, um, jamming in of the word blankets. And I appreciate Got a shoehorn it. in there sometimes, Bill. Yep. Yeah. I made the shoehorn, um, physicalization with my left hand <laughs> to, to, Perfect. for no one. Yeah. Um, Adam, one thing before we get into the voicemail. Yeah. So we have, uh, we've mentioned her many a time. She is the queen. It is incredible the celebrity that Emma from France now holds. Well, with, deserve it. I mean, deserve it. She's incredible. Without, without a doubt. But so everyone, like people seem to be referencing her when they check in, that they, they say we have our queen. Yeah. We, they talk about the jungle. Sanj checks in with her. We learn about hobbies. There's so many different things. But yesterday, Adam, yesterday I appeared on Amir Blumenfeld's basketball podcast, Buckets, right? Love it. <clears throat> and in Love it. And in that episode, we talked about, um, oh, we redrafted the 2010 NBA. We just like kind of played in the world of the 2000 NBA. doesn't really matter. But why I bring that up is that Amir said something that made one of um, his fans and our fans um, kind of push back and be like, no way, that's not true. And so I okay. received an email or a DM from this person who said, okay. hey, just listen to Buckets. Yep. And I need you to tell Amir that his feelings on the San Antonio Spurs and all these different things are completely Great. off base. Okay. Also, I'm a huge fan of No Joke. Shout out to Emma from France. Emma from France. She's she's sort of winding her way into other podcast references. Well, Emma, you're a, a local and frankly oh, without celebrity. Yeah. Yes, she is Minnie Mouse. Um, I don't know who the most like known entity is in the world, but she is like trending towards that right now. So I just oh, really shout out Emma from France. She she is everywhere. Um, Adam, we did have, we definitely have one more voicemail from a no joke Hall of Fame all star and someone from the first family. Oh great! Um, oh the Brady's paradise. The paradise. The paradise. The paradises. The paradises. <laughs> the paradises. <laughs> so we do have an email from one of the all-stars from no jokes first family right. the paradise suits. yep but and i think what i know i think i know it's in reference to okay and it, go, it it circles back and i'd like to just talk about it for a second on something we talked about what we needed what the no joke hall of fame specifically needed right. moving forward right. adam do you know what that thing is um i believe it, that yes yes 
I no, think I, I think I did. It as, I believe it's some sort of full roster, or as you had said, uh, uh, mm. uh, as they ha- they call it in J.J. Uh, Abrams' show Lost, some sort of manifest, which was a yeah. essentially a directory or a phone book, uh, mas o menos, of everyone who's in the No Joke Hall of Fame and maybe even the service that they provide. Am I, am that I is right? Okay. I think you absolutely stuck the landing. Okay. Well done, Adam. Okay, great. Um, even in just this episode alone, we now have a flight engineer who has <laughs> yeah. promised, essentially promised to make rainbow hats with propellers. <laughs> Their words are okay. ours, and by that, we yes. our words, not theirs. Yeah. Yes, they never said that. But they essentially <laughs> promised to all members. So actually, that's a good point. We're actually going to need to add on the manifest hat size. Yeah. If everyone can include your hat, hat size there, please. Yeah. in the manifest. Yes. We also, just as a reminder, yeah. picked up a pastor. We now have a pastor yep. who has promised to stand in a sprinkler yep. and provide any sort of faith-based um, needs the nation needs yep. um, in the sprinkler, in the mist zone. In the faith so we have, Yep. Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit. And, and so what we wanted was a manifest um, with all of the members and all of the services they will provide, and ideally a few choice items that they will bring in their single. Bingo, bag. bingo, right. bingo, bingo. So we requested the manifest, and that's a big ask. Um, and Adam, we have two separate people oh who have reached back to us wow. and said um, that the manifest is either in you know in progress or I've made the manifest. Wow! One of the people who has said that they have made the manifest, her name is at AKP Dice. So let's call it AKP Dice on Twitter. I think I know who. And know who this is? Do you? You you know who this is? This, is this Amanda Paradise, one of the first family? Is this Amanda Paradise? Uh-huh. Is this her handle? This is what I'm learning so much in this moment. This is what I'm wondering. I don't know for sure. I'm not a scientist, but I'm guessing. Great. I'm not a scientist, so now I'm guessing. <laughs> okay. So this might make a lot more sense. Because then it would just be one person who has cataloged the manifest, and that would actually take away a lot of competition amongst the two manifestors that I thought was brewing. But we got an email saying, on Twitter it says, the niche has been cataloged, awaiting edits and additions. Amazing. So we got that from the handle, at AKP Dice, and thinking about it now, P Dice sure sounds like paradise. I would guess. The first letter is A. I would guess. The first freaking letter is A. And wouldn't you know it, Adam, we have received an email as well oh my God. from No Joke's first family, Amanda Paradise, yes. The Manifest. Yeah. The email is The Manifest. Unreal. This is how... Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Thoughts on the flat screen. Mm-hmm. The one I brought is absolutely 13 inches <laughs> since I didn't want to break the one bag rule yep. and I couldn't very well bring in an additional giant box. That's correct. So, Amanda... Obviously knows the rules. Yeah, the thirteen flat screen is on the wall. <laughs> I was thinking that when it comes, I was thinking that when it comes time to replace it in the next twenty years, it may be a yep. perfect opportunity for a collaboration with the Goat Show. This is Jake and Micah's podcast yes. in which they identify the greatest of all time with yep. a variety of different things. Yep. What is the Goat flat screen to put over there? From a therapy <laughs> over there, <laughs> if you remember. Yes. <laughs> From a therapy accounting booth. So the therapy and accounting booth is over here, and then the flat screen is it's, over there. It's just right over there, if you could follow. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah. Below that, it says, Amanda Paradise, underneath it, title, Historian. Well done. <laughs> and then below that, it says, the requested document is below. I am going it. to puke. I, I cannot believe this. Google Doc spreadsheet. I can't get over this. 
I'm going to I'm going to forward it to you now so that you can also see it on your personal handles so that we both have access to it because I think we should talk through whatever we see. I'm furiously uh, refreshing my email. Yes. And there is also a voicemail attached. Let's listen to that before we open up the Hall of Fame freaking manifest. (laughs) Hello, Billy Maddock. I am thrilled to have a position as the no-joke historian. I was not sure what my job was going to be in this society that we're setting up in Reno. But once you requested an Excel sheet, I knew that was my position. Yes. You need someone who's excited to Excel. We don't need any sort of reluctant Excellers. We need an excellent Exceller. Okay. I hope you enjoy the attached document. Um, There's a couple things for you to check on. Some name spelling and some titles. Oh my God. Otherwise, I hope this does the trick. Amanda, you have never let us. Know. Yeah, like you, there's a reason that you are a member of the first family of the Nocho Call of Fame. You are yes. a consistent deliverer of, shall we say, the goods. So thank you yes. so much. Yeah. And Adam, one day, I hate to say it, but one day you and I aren't going to be here anymore. What do you mean? I'm not saying we're going to die. Oh. I'm saying the podcast might go away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, time passed. It does. You know, emp- let's, let's put it this way. Empires fall. They crumble. And who's... And whose job will it to be to tell the future generations of podcast listeners of what happened on those few fateful weeks Preach, in 2020 Preach. when the Hall of Fame and the Nation was born? Preach. And who will be telling the children of the future generations? Our historian. Our historian, Amanda Paradise. Adam, do you have the Excel spreadsheet open? Not only do I have it open, Bill, but I have to tell you, we could dig into this now, but I almost feel like this is worthy of its own. I I mean, like there's a, there is, this is thorough, impressive, incredible, uh, inspiring. There's, there's approximately 500 jokes on this. There's a lot going on here that I feel like I I don't want to rush through it is my point. That's totally 100% valid. I will just, can I just say the columns that she has yeah. uh, labeled? Yeah. Column A, first name. Column B, last name. Column C, location. Yeah. D, country. E, height. Height, we currently have one person's height. That is so hysterical. Title. Yeah. Title. Yeah. Robotics and jail. Oh, God, yeah. that's so amazing. Yeah. Title. Yeah. That, that one really pays off. Then we have Position. Yeah. So an example of title versus position. Yeah. Title is robotics engineer. Position, robot voices, roommate, caretaker, and romantic interest. I so there's just like a nuanced coloring of the of the title. Unbelievable. After Yes, after position, she has labeled the episode in which they were induced, the induction episode. Incredible. Specifically amazing. Incredible. That one's incredible. Requested bag content. Yes. Of which one is a French flag, another is Trader Joe snacks, a Billy Club, a flat screen, a pom pom. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and then probably my favorite section: notes, <laughs> in which notes just end with question marks or just fleeting thoughts about that member. Adam, <laughs> you, you've already seen it, and you're 100 right. We can't rush through this, but as of now, we have 24 members in the No Joe Call of Fame, and we added a couple more today. So, historian oh, yeah. Amanda. No yep, jokes for family. Pastor Josh. Yep. Yep. We're going to need uh, Amanda to update um, when possible. We'll also need the nation to. We'll need the nation to chime in as to whether this spreadsheet should go public. 
<laughs> yes, because I don't know if it should. Spot <laughs> number 12, Morgan Mason in Athens, Georgia. His title is, bre- or her title, I'm sorry, bread-based recipe chef. This is unbelievable. Uh, this is unbelievable. Yes, this is this is up there. This is up there with nojopubliclist.com, where this is just a real a real stepping stone um, for the no joke. Yes, Amanda, you are a hero. Yes. Um, so we will hold on this until the next episode, Adam. I think, Adam, I think really break down into the manifest. We will also hold another list that Dan Herrero is making, oh. which has categorized and categorized. Categ- what do you do when you categorize when you put it in a catalog? A catalog. Catalog. Yeah, catalog. Okay, got it. Yeah. So he's categorized and categorized um, all of the no joke podcast songs that we've played. Oh, amazing! On That's incredible. So that- Yes, which means that all of our favorite songs, for the most part, Adam, are now categorized on <laughs> yes on Spotify. So we have a few new lists to dig into next episode. Right. I don't know if next episode will be next Tuesday. I don't know if it will be next Friday. Not sure yet. It will come. Don't know. Not sure yet. The voicemails, the voicemails um, usually determine yeah. whether or not we got to get one out. Right. So if you guys are feeling urgent, yep. let us know at No Joke Pod on Twitter and No Joke Pod on gmail.com. Yes. But otherwise, Adam, I think that we have exhausted the blanket conversation. I, I, I don't think there's a blanket left unturned. I think that we've turned mm. every blanket on this planet, and I think that we uh, thoroughly exhausted the topic. So uh, we can check that right off the no joke public list. That's right. Cross it off. It's uh, It got four upvotes, <laughs> and we did it. Oh, yeah. um, all right, Adam. So we will check back in next week. Yep. Until then, we will install the sprinkler in the corner of the cell. Holy miss. Correct? Yep. Yes. Mr. Sprinkler, we will see what the, um, if we can get a no-joke plumber by next Friday, that would actually be a huge help. Very pragmatic, very helpful. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we will check in. We will try and find a plumber. We will try and install a sprinkler. Um, but until then, I am Billy Scafuri. I am Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next Thank week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.